Are you ready to take your message, your business, and your life to the next level? Want to learn from someone with more than a decade of experience, training tens of thousands of people from all around the world? Hi, Cliff. This is Pauline from Auckland, New Zealand. John from Calgary, Alberta. Amy Porterfield. Michael Hyatt. Dan here from Dunedin, New Zealand. Ray Edwards. Mark Mason. Mike Stelzner. Pat from Smart Passive Income. It's Darren from Melbourne, Australia. Now is the time to live the life of your dreams and do the work you feel most called to do in the World. Welcome to the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Here's your host, Cliff Ravenscraft. Ah, that's right, my friend. I am so thankful to have you back here for another episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show because now is the time to live the life of your dreams and to do the work you feel most called to do in this world. I have been inspired to create today's episode. And it the inspiration for this episode comes from a number of one-on-one coaching sessions that I've done recently, as well as several hot seats that I've facilitated for the Next Level Mastermind. And it seems like there's a recurring theme. Something that I've noticed for years, but now that I've been doing this Prosperous Coach Method Uh, doing approximately eight 90-minute coaching sessions one-on-one with individuals every week and also facilitating three different mastermind groups. You figure the AM group of the Next Level Mastermind and then the Green Room Mastermind. I've seen this recurring theme, and that is, well, let me set it up this way. I get onto a coaching call, and I'm gonna give you a little spoiler here. If you ever engage me through my podcast, professional coaching, it's very likely I'm going to start the call off with some form of question like this in such that, hey, how can I serve you in the most powerful way during our 90 minutes together? So much so that you'll never forget this conversation for the rest of your life. If you need me to ask it a different way, what is it that I could best Or how is it that I can best serve you during our 90 minutes together? And the common thread that comes up over and over again, I need clarity. I need clarity. I need clarity. And you know what? They do need clarity. But that's not not where they start. Stop. They don't just say, Cliff, I if, if I could get clarity from our 90 minutes with you, from my 90 minutes with you, it will change my life forever. That's not what they say. They say, Cliff, what I need from you or what, I, what would make this a powerful conversation with you is if I could come away from our time together with clarity about the exact next right steps that I should take to achieve my fill in the blank, whatever my goal is. That's what they want. They are hoping out of our 90-minute conversation that they will have a strategic step-by-step game plan of the exact things that they are supposed to do that will work with no risk of possible failure. They want to know that with all certainty, that if they go and do the things that we outline during our conversation, then they will not fail. They need certainty that they will gain all of the financial security that they've always longed for their entire life but have never yet quite achieved. They want financial security. 
They want to know that they will get exactly the amount of income that they dream of, and also they want to make sure that whatever they do does not fail. They want certainty that it will work, that they want certainty that there's no potential for failure where people will judge them for making a mistake and say, see, I told you you shouldn't have left this. I told you you shouldn't have gone after that. You're flying too high. You're like Icarus. You know, all those other, they want certainty that the things that they're going to do, they want clarity. And actually what they're saying is that it's not necessarily they want clarity. They want certainty of the exact right steps that are going to guarantee them the results of their dreams. (laughs) talk about pressure as somebody who wants to help people get what they want. And that's what they say that they want. And what I have come to discover for most people, that's not what they need. They do not need, you do not need clarity about what the exact next right steps are. And it's not necessarily that you don't need to know what your next steps are. It's kind of nice to know. But it's not important at first to know how you're going to get anything that you want out of life. It's essential at some point that you at least know something you could go do. It's not important that you know right away whether or not that thing's going to be guaranteed to work or not. It's nice to have next steps, but here's what people are missing. And this is what I find that has turned every single one of those 90-minute calls into conversations that those people will never forget for the rest of their lives. See, I've I've dabbled in the art of consulting with people, giving them step-by-step strategies and stuff like that. Those have never turned into some kind of emotional breakthrough, some kind of mindset shift that radically alters the way they see the world. Uh, And that's the kind of work that I want to do in this world. I want to actually help people see the world in a completely different way by shifting or altering some of their beliefs about what is possible and helping them gain clarity on the two most important things that they really do need clarity on. It's not about the next right steps. It is about, number one, do you know with certainty exactly where it is you want to go? Do you know your destination? Do you know what you want? Is it very specific? See, a lot of people say, yeah, I know exactly what I want. I exactly want um, I exactly want 10 co- coaching clients in a mastermind group where each person's paying $1,000, and I want that within 30 days. That's exactly what I want. And the, that's, that's not true. There's the, you have to dig deeper. Why do you want that? If you had it, what would be possible that's not currently possible for you? And then, well, if I had that, I could work less hours and I could uh, spend more time with my, my kids. Well, then, so what you want is you want to work less hours and you want to maintain a level of income and you want to spend time with your kids. See, now it's not so much, well, the next, what are the exact right steps to get me the 10 members? Because the thing is, is that's just a vehicle to drive you to the destination of more times, I'm sorry, less hours working, more income, or at least the amount of income, and more time and margin to spend with your kids. 
See, getting clarity about what you want all of a sudden frees you up from making any one activity work for you. I I know a lot of people that I work with are very much inspired to go after coaching and paid mastermind groups. And I think that's awesome. I love both of those things. They fire me up and I can't get enough of it, at least right now during this season of my life. So I'm super fired up. I'm super excited about that. But what I want in life is not paid mastermind groups. What I want in life is different than the how I'm going to get it. See, paid mastermind groups and workshops and conferences and live events and speaking and all that stuff, those are all just temporary vehicles that I'm jumping into to get me to my destination. But what I truly want is something bigger than a dollar, a dollar number per month. It's, it's bigger than who do I work with, how do I work with them, what kind of work that I do. What I discovered is that my primary need is clarity, a vision of where I'm supposed to be going in life next. Not necessarily like I need a vision for where I'm going and I'm going to stay at that destination forever because a lot of people that I've learned struggle with this idea. Maybe you've struggled with this as well. But they, the, you struggle with the concept that, man, what if I choose the wrong path? <laughs> or what if I choose the wrong destination? What if I say, I want to be the podcast answer man. I want to be the world's leading authority in teaching people how to launch podcasts. Well, I did that. And I discovered after a decade of ach- after having achieved that status at the highest level, I decided that's no longer what I wanted anymore. And I wanted to change. I started to ask myself again, what do I want to be when I grow up? And I chose the mindset answer man next. And that's what I'm currently after. It's what I'm pursuing today. It's what I want. But it, it's actually not I want to be the podcast answer man. I what what would the podcast answer man and the associated products and services give me? What is mindset answer man giving me and and bringing into my life? What is my vision? My vision is I want to live a fulfilling life that allows me to consistently grow personally and professionally. I want to always be learning something. I love to learn. It's my number one need, and right behind it, I hate to learn anything new and not share it with the world. I want to contribute to this world in a great way. I know that my mission and purpose is to take all of my experiences in life, all of my education, all of my skills, talents, abilities, I wanna take everything of all of who I am, and I wanna say, hmm, what can I do to take my my message, my business, my life, what can I do to transform my life to the next best version of who I am? I want to set big goals, big dreams. I want to go after crazy, insane things that most people think are impossible. I want to go after the next big thing. I want to I want to just take massive actions towards some of these crazy goals and I realize that I'm going to risk a lot of failure. And I may fail publicly in front of other people. I may be judged by several people before, during, and after any of these things that I decide to go after. And 
what I want to do, my vision, is taking all of that and creating content, products, and services that entertain, educate, encourage, and inspire people. Ultimately, what do I most want in life? I want to, number one, pursue and consistently grow into my true God-given purpose into this world. I want to live the life for which I was created, and I want to encourage and equip other people to break free from anything and everything holding them back from living the life for which they're created. That's what I want. Oh, and by the way, I also would love to have an incredible relationship with my wife where we're madly in love. 23 years now we've been married and we're more in love today than we ever have been. I, I want to have an incredible relationship. No matter how much I may have messed up as a dad and, and gotten my priorities out of whack cer- during certain seasons of my life, I want to have an incredible, amazing relationship with my two daughters and my son. I want to have the margin to drop everything when I feel led to do so, when I feel prompted, when I feel it's appropriate. I want to have the margin and flexibility in my life to just drop everything and go and do something with them, invest in them. I want to get to the place where I'm investing in my wife and my kids to where they know that I am... I am as committed to them, actually, if not more committed to them than my closest friends and any of my paid clients, and certainly my overall community. Those of you listening to this podcast or watching me on Facebook or, or on my YouTube channel or anywhere in social media for that matter. These, that's my dream. My dream is to provide for my family financially. My dream is to stay debt-free. My dream is to to have nice things in life that afford me the ability to do things with more comfort. I have lots of things that I want. I have clarity. I have a vision of what I desire for my life to look like. And I think it's Proverbs 28, 19 that says, without vision, the people will perish. And, and the vision is that vision. Do you know what you're going after? Do you know that destination that you're going? And what I find is there, most people that I've worked with, starting out in those conversations, they do not have a clear, pick, a clear vision of where it is they're going. They think that the vision is the work, the vid- vision is the project, the vision is the goal, but no, the goals, the products, the services, the this and that, those are all vehicles to get you to your destination. Anyway, so I wrote down some notes here in my iPad. I'm super excited. I just got a brand new iPad Pro 11 inch. Not that that has anything to do with this, but I am totally digging this. I've been uh, using the day one app, which is a journaling app, but I use it more like an Evernote app for myself. I do some journaling in it, but I'm logging all kinds of other stuff. Uh, If you haven't heard of it, I have a podcast called The Audio Journal. You can learn about that over at mindsetanswerman.com slash audio journal. I give you all the behind the scenes uh, information and insight into why I went and bought a new iPad Pro when I had the original 12.9 inch. 
uh, the day one app, exactly how I'm using it, all that behind the scenes stuff I put together on a weekly podcast called The Audio Journal. Again, you can check it out over at mindsetanswerman.com slash audio journal. But in my notes here for today's episode, I have an outline of exactly what I wanna share with you on this topic. So first of all, my thoughts about clarity on the next right steps. Many people believe that their greatest need is to get is to get clarity on how to accomplish the goal that they have set for themselves. But what I found is that what most people need is twofold. Number one, they need clarity about what it is they truly want. Where are they going? What's their destination? What's the ultimate thing that those goals that they have will accomplish for them? What would be made possible if they had those things that's not possible now? What is it that you're looking to make possible? What's the end result, the end goal? What is the ultimate outcome I'm going for? Is it a dollar number? Is it margin? Is it less hours working so that you can have the freedom to go and travel more? Whatever the case is. And number two, it's not just clarity about your destination. You have to have clarity about your destination. It's very clear. Without that vision of your future, you will perish. You will die inside a little bit more every single day. Maybe I've just described what you've been feeling over the last several weeks, over the last several months, or over the last several years. A little part of you every day is dying. If that's the case, it's because you lack clarity about the vision of your future, the vision of you living the life for which you were created. And if you're not a faith-based individual like myself, then how about you will die a little bit inside if you are not living the life you dream of living. If there's something that's just like, man, I feel like I should be doing more than what I'm currently doing. All right. So lack uh, that you need clarity about what it is you truly want. Number two, you need clarity about the fact that you, why you must have what it is that you want. Not the, not the goal, not the why you must have the 10 people, why you must create content every week, why I must work on that book and get it published by X date. Those are all great things to have as goals. And once you, but you won't be able to figure out the how do you do those things until you know what those things are for, what, what are they going to help you accomplish, and that you have a big enough why that you know that you must achieve those things, all right? You must achieve this. You have to know why you must do it at whatever cost it takes for you to get to that destination. Because here's what I will say. Make, th- make sure you understand this. If you have a big dream in life, there is a cost to achieving it. There is a cost to taking your 40 to 50 hour work week and making 10K a month in your business efforts and going to 20 or 30K per month and cutting the amount of hours that you work to 20 hours a week, no more than that. Giving yourself every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday off so you only ever have to work on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Do you want that? Is that your dream? Is that a part of your vision? Is it a part of the vision you have for your life? If so, I'm going to tell you right now, whatever dream you can dream, whatever vision you can come up with for yourself, it is possible. 
The question is, is do you absolutely have clarity about why you must get it no matter what the cost is and be understand it's going to cost you something. It just doesn't show up. You don't just think it and boom, the next day it's there. You need to work for it. Okay. Let me, let me back up just a little bit. I've been having these conversations with clients, as I've mentioned, and a lot of folks are afraid of risk. And they're also afraid of failure and judgment of others. And don't, hey, I have my own dealings with these things. I'm always looking to take some area of my life to the next level. And whenever I take any area of my life to the next level, it means doing things new that I haven't done before. I need to take new actions to get new results in life. And so every time I take new actions that I've never done before, there's a risk of failure. I've never done this before. I mean, I see other people do this successfully, but just because they did it and now I'm trying to duplicate what it is that they've done, I can tell you from experience, I sometimes fail doing things that other people succeed at. (laughs) Sometimes I fail very publicly. So I've had a conversation or two recently that's really brought this to the forefront. And I had somebody who says, Cliff, you know, I just need certainty that what I'm about to do is going to work because I'm tired of just doing things that don't work. Now, it just so happens that this person had attempted to do one or two things and then gave up, but they they already decided from the beginning that they can't really risk anything because the cost of that risk is too high. I'm going to be judged by my peers at work. I'm going to be judged by my family, maybe, or whoever, but I'm going to be judged by others, and I've already taken two different actions towards some of the things that I want in life. They failed. I just can't, I, I, I need clarity about what exactly, what steps I can take, what path I should go down, what product or service I should create, what kind of business I should start that is guaranteed to work because I can't, I need certainty that I'm not going to fail. No, what you need is a clear vision of what you're going after and why you must have it at whatever cost, including the risk of failure after failure after failure after failure. Here's what I got to say. What if I told you that to get what you want in life may not be possible without losing everything? or at least without losing a great deal that creates a significant amount of pain in your life. What if it what if it is your greatest loss that you've not yet experienced in life? What if it's your greatest failure you've not yet yet experienced in life? What is it what if it was the greatest fear come true? <laughs> that what if it's that that unlocks Whatever it takes for you to ultimately get what you want in life. The question is, are you willing to pay that cost? Do you have enough clarity? Do you have enough certainty about the vision you have for your life that this must happen? I will do whatever it takes to make this happen. And until you have that, you will not be fully committed to the process. Now, I was listening to some materials the other day. I was re-listening to the 2005 Stanford graduation commencement address by Steve Jobs. And in it, he talked about the fact that 
he got fired from Apple, a company that he created. Things were going wonderful. Everything was going great. He, he's got millions of dollars. He, he never expected things to just work out the way they were. But then all of a sudden, things started to go in a sour direction. One thing led to another, led to another, and ultimately, he was ousted from his own company. He was fired from his own company. And here's what Steve Jobs had to say about that. I didn't see it then, but it turned out that getting fired from Apple was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. The heaviness of being successful was replaced by the lightness of being a beginner again, less sure about everything. It freed me to enter one of the most creative periods of my life. During the next five years, I started a company named Next, another company named Pixar, and fell in love with an amazing woman who would become my wife. Pixar went on to create the world's first computer animated feature film, Toy Story, and is now the most successful animation studio in the world. In a remarkable turn of events, Apple bought Next, and I returned to Apple, and the technology we developed at Next is at the heart of Apple's current renaissance. And Lorene and I have a wonderful family together. I'm pretty sure none of this would have happened if I hadn't been fired from Apple. It was awful tasting medicine, but I guess the patient needed it. Sometimes life's going to hit you in the head with a brick. Don't lose faith. Well, there you go, my friends. You want a life without risk? Ah, Just settle for what you have. Stop dreaming. (laughs) Because life without risk, actually, there's risk involved with you staying where you are, by the way. That's not the safe route out. Uh, So here's what I'm going to say. Life sometimes is going to hit you with the brick. But you got to have faith that it'll all work out. He said that getting fired, Steve Jobs says, getting fired from Apple, I didn't see it at the time, but it's clear today, it was the best thing that could have ever happened to him. It was the biggest failure of his entire lifetime, getting fired from his own company. He was a public failure in front of the highest esteemed peers He felt like he let everyone down who mentored him. He felt like calling them and apologizing and running away from it all. But did he? No. Instead, uh, what happened, well, by the way, he says it's the best, today, he didn't see it then. (laughs) Trust me, I know enough about his story. He was devastated. He was depressed for a period of time. But he realized later in life, and that's, that's the whole purpose of this story is he's talking about connecting the dots. Sometimes we don't see how the dots connect until we look. Actually, you can't connect the dots about how things just happen to work out in life until you look backwards. You can't connect the dots moving forward. You cannot predict what the exact next right steps are because the next right steps for Steve Jobs was for him to hire Scully from Pepsi to be CEO of Apple, to have a rift in their relationship, and for him to get fired. Those were the next right steps for Pixar to come into to the way into the success that it has uh, had, uh, turning Steve Jobs into a billionaire, to next computer systems, uh, the com- next computer company and software being developed, um, all of that stuff. The next right step was for him to make mistakes in his company and to have terrible relationship skills, and for him to get fired. Those were the next right steps. To lose it all, well, okay, one could argue that he didn't lose it all. He still had some millions, 
But you get the picture here. Relatively, in his own mind, trust me, it, it, what he lost was an, equi- it was an equivalent to you and I probably losing all of our finances, okay? Uh, but anyway, uh, he says, getting fired was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. And I love this phrase. You know, the heaviness of being successful was replaced by the lightness of being a beginner again. And I got to tell you, sometimes the motivation of losing and not knowing where your next dime is coming from, that can be an incredible motivator. And also, not look, it's like, for me, whenever I've gone and shut down an entire stream of income in my business, which I've done a number of times, there was a time when I made a, a very lucrative amount as a director of a major conference. There was a time when I sold lots of podcast equipment and I decided to shut down all of that. There was a time when I was making a quarter of a million, actually well over a quarter million dollars a year, teaching people how to podcast through podcasting A to Z and completely shutting that down. Man, the the lightness that came from, oh my gosh, I get to start over. I get to start something from scratch. And if I do not achieve the financial success that I did with the podcasting A to Z, it doesn't matter because at least now I'm doing something that excites me, that gets me excited to get out of bed every single day. Which, by the way, just over time, as you do uh, jump out into new ventures, you carry over the things you've learned from the previous ones, and you find that ultimately, uh, the more you, the more failures you have, the less often you fail in the future. There's still no such thing as life without risk, though. Ask Elon Musk, which is another book that I'm reading right now and I'm actually listening to in audio form. Don't have audio clips from Elon today, but I might come up with some content for you guys in the future on that. Anyway, he says, but the heaviness of being successful was replaced by the lightness of being a beginner again. Reminds me of uh, when I was watching the TV show Lost, some of the actors lost everything in a fire. Uh, the, The place where they were staying burnt to the ground. And they was like, you know what, man, I lost all this stuff. But you, there's, a, there's a lightness that comes from starting over without the weight of all that stuff. And I'm going to tell you, the things that we fear losing, our money, our financial security, all of that other stuff, the, these things that we think, sometimes starting over is exactly the motivation we need to get us to do something that we wouldn't have done had we not lost something significant in our life. I'm just saying. Anyway, he said, being less sure of everything untethered me. Or actually, uh, no, he said ushered me. That's, That's my notes here. Being less sure of everything ushered me into one of the most creative periods of my life. That's when he started next, Pixar. It's what led to him meeting his wife and, of course, the family that they had. And he says that I'm convinced or, yeah, he he says I'm pretty sure that none of those things would have ever happened. I would not be using my Apple device here. I would not have, you know, MacBook Pros, iMacs, uh, iPads galore. I wouldn't have iPhones and all this other stuff had he not been fired. And so, yeah. So what do you do if you do fail? What happens when you fail? Because here's what I will tell you. Once you have clarity about where you're going in life and you absolutely have discerned, I will do whatever, I will pay whatever cost it takes to get that. And you make a decision, then all it's it's like, okay, well, it's not important initially to know exactly how you're going to get there. What's important is that you know where you're going and why it must happen 
at whatever cost. Then you just start taking action. But not every action is guaranteed to work. Not every product that you create is guaranteed to work. Not every course you create is guaranteed to sell. Not every email you send is guaranteed to not get unsubscribes. Not every podcast episode is not guaranteed to gain you the next subscriber to your podcast. It just doesn't work out to where there's no risk involved. So you are going to fail from time to time. It's just a reality. So what happens? You learn from it and you move on. In fact, I told you that Steve Jobs got fired and he went through a season of life where he questioned everything. He's like, man, what am I doing? I've, I've let everyone down. He was sort of depressed and he felt like giving up. But here's what he said. I was a very public failure and I even thought about running away from the valley. But something slowly began to dawn on me. I still loved what I did. The turn of events at Apple had not changed that one bit. I'd been rejected, but I was still in love. And so I decided to start over. He still had a vision of what he was to create in the world. He still had the understanding and the clarity about why it must happen. And that was bigger than the fear. It was bigger than the failure. It was bigger than the judgment of all the people around him. He decided to start over take a different approach. That's all that's if you want to know how to succeed at anything in life is know what you want, why you must have it at whatever cost, start taking some actions. Don't worry if it is the exact next right action. Start taking some actions. Of course, you want to try to discern what are some actions that seem to be the a good fit for you to try next to try to discern the ones that have the most likelihood of succeeding but to think that it's going to be the right step you the, it may actually be and the fact that you failed at actually achieving the results that you hoped for may have actually been the right step <laughs> it, it's all about connecting the dots anyway then I want to talk about this thing about work-life balance because that's another common thread, another common theme among people who are trying to go after their dreams. So here's what I had the other day. I had somebody I was working with and they said this. They said, one limiting belief that I have is that I want to make more money and or if I want to make more money, I'll have to sacrifice my lifestyle or my work-life balance. So he says, listen, one limiting belief that I have, if I want to make more money, I'm going to have to sacrifice, give up on the lifestyle that I've built today. I'm going to have to give up on this work-life balance that I so enjoy today. Now, he went on to say that a part of him knows that this isn't fully true. He does have this understanding that it is possible to make more money with less time and all that other stuff. But he says, I just have this feeling that I don't want to give up my lifestyle in just in order to chase the money. Just in order to chase the money. Here's what I said in response to that. This is a two and a half minute audio, or actually two minute and 13 second audio clip. First and foremost, anytime there's significant change to the way you're doing work, in my experience, it's always meant for me a little bit, a temporary loss of my work-life balance. I am currently in a season of life where I'm working more hours than most people would ever dream of working, but I'm in a significant amount of transition in how I'm approaching my business. 
You guys have probably heard about that since I came back from all that travel in October, implementing the Prosperous Coach method. But I'm loving what I'm doing. The only thing is, though, it will be difficult for you to even think about having a season of life where you toss your work-life balance to the side for a period of time if you continue to equate it and think of it as, I'd be giving this up just so I can chase the money. You still need to work on the limiting belief that there's something inherently wrong with the idea of going after hard work to earn extra income. In your phrase, chasing the money is a dirty, nasty thing. You got to get rid of that association. Chasing, it's, it's like, listen, I'm willing to temporarily give up my work-life balance and go as much as 50, sometimes 60 or 70 hours a week for maybe a month or so, or maybe six or eight weeks, so that I can drastically increase the income and revenue systems in my business so that I can show up in the way that God's called me to show up in this world. Knowing mm-hmm. that once I've gone to that extreme and, and worked hard through evaluating all the processes and getting and finding out what is the... What's the 20% that gets 80% of the results and clearing away the 80% of the things that don't really get results? I know that I'm going to come out of this season where there has been a lack of work-life balance. I'm going to come out with systems, procedures, and strategies in place that are going to help me, if not double, maybe even triple the amount of income I make with maybe as little as 20 to 30 hours a week on, on the other side of this season. All right. So there you go. That was the response to, I just do not want to give up my work-life balance and sacrifice that just in order to chase money. And if you need to go back and listen to that again, I encourage you to just hit the rewind button and go back and hear that. Here's what I want to say. And and I'm just going to read you these from my notes on my iPad that I took here. I do believe it is possible for you and everyone, all of us, I think we can all earn twice the amount of income, triple the amount of income, or even 10 times the amount of income that we're making today, or if you want us to just say more money uh, that we're, than we're making today in less hours per week than we're currently putting into our business pursuits or our work. It, you don't have to be, this doesn't have to be for those of you who have your own business. It's possible for some of you to double or triple your income uh, with by reducing. Maybe you're working 40 hours a week right now and you're making $50,000, $60,000 a year. Well, it's possible for you to find a job where you could work 40 hours a week and make $120,000 a year. I have a client who just did such a thing, all right? So it, it's it's very possible. Sometimes, but some people have argued, well, that's just not possible because of where I live. Let me just tell you something. With the skills that you have, there's a great chance that you could work remotely for a company that does not require that you live in the same town that their company operates in. I'm just saying, but as Henry Ford said, whether you believe you can or believe you can't, you're probably right. So as long as you hold on to the limitation that there's no way I could ever find something more lucrative in my hometown, you'll get to keep that limitation. You you argue for it all day, you'll get to keep it. All right, so I do believe it's possible for any of us, every single one of us, I believe it is possible for us to earn twice, triple, or even 10 times the amount of income in less hours than we're currently putting into our work. However, 
what we're talking about here is getting different results out of life. And to be able to get different results out of life, we have to take different actions. We're not going to be able to do the same things we've been doing for 40 hours a week uh, that generates $10,000 a month of income that we've been doing for the last three years and expect that all of a sudden, let's just cut it back to 20 hours and do the same things and see if we can't see our income increase. Typically not going to happen. Sometimes it's not just as simple as double your rates because maybe what you're doing, you've probably, you, you may have potentially priced yourself out for that type of product or service. So the question then becomes, well, what new actions, what new activities will I involve myself in? And not everyone is in a position like I was in when I shut down podcasting A to Z, which says, let me shut all of this down and I've got, a, I've got enough buffer financially for me to figure this out within the next 60 days. Um, and I set that up by actually t- my final podcasting A to Z course. I think I took on like 38 students when I, uh, approximately 40 students and I, and that was $2,000 per student. And so that's what allowed me to have an, a buffer. And then I'm like, okay. And I was going to, I'm like, listen, for me, I, I was able to generate all of that income. And then I'm like, okay, I've got 60 days to replace all the income that I would have had from podcasting A to Z. And I'm putting all of my time, effort, and energy into that. Not everybody's in a position to be able to do that. So if you're in a position where you still need to maintain at least as much money that you've been making, let's just say your business pursuits is generating $10,000 a month right now, and you're currently putting in an average of 40 hours a week doing the exact activities that you've done for the last several years that generate that 10K, and if you still need that 10K every single month, then yes, I would say the cost of you getting what you want, let's just say it's tripling or doubling your income and getting to the place where you're working maybe 30 hours a week instead of 40, so you have more margin for that vision of the lifestyle you want, there may be a cost of sacrificing your work-life balance, your current lifestyle for a while. You may work, You may need to potentially, to get what you want, you may need to continue to do the same activities during the original 40 hours a week and then work an extra 20 or 30 hours a week implementing new strategies, new techniques, new streams of incomes, trying new things, putting out new products and services and trying things that will be more profitable with less amount of money. And the idea is to get those 20 to 30 hours a week to to generate twice or three times the amount of income as what you're doing in the 40 hours a week with the regular things that you have been time-tested and true to work. Some of those new things are gonna fail. It, it's not about getting the exact clarity about the right things to do. Sometimes you need to just go and fail and fail and fail and learn and learn and keep changing your approach until you think. See, you won't be able to do these things. You will not be able to, to fail and continue to move forward if you do not first have clarity about the vision of your life in the future, of what it is that you're going after, what you must have. That's what's missing for most people. But see, if you know what you're going after, you'd be willing to work 40 hours a week. See, when I decided I wanted to create my business full-time, I wanted to become full-time self-employed, I had a dream. I was working 40 hours a week as an insurance agent in my family's uh, family-owned insurance agency owned by my mom and dad, started by my grandfather in 1937. I was next in line to take it over. 
but I didn't want that life for myself. I had a vision of me creating content products and services where I was able to use my voice to encourage and equip others to live the lives for which they were created to live. That's my vision of the future. And to do so, to provide for my family, to have, you know, uh, to be maintained debt freedom and all this other stuff, that's my vision. But to get that, what I did is I started podcasting as a hobby, turned it into this dream of doing what I do today, and for two years, I worked 40 hours a week in the insurance office, and I worked another 30 to 40 hours a week outside of the insurance office for a year and a half before I actually left that career to start my full-time job. And even then, I had a period of time where I worked around the clock for the first year and hardly made any money, and I risked a lot of failure, and I failed a lot, and oh my gosh, but did I give up? No, because I was in love with what I was doing. I did not die because I had a vision. That vision continually, magnetically pulled me towards the life for which I was created. Now, I can tell you right now, there are so many things that I've learned today that if I knew them back then, I wouldn't have had to work as many hours, but I'm still going to tell you, no matter what coach you have in your life, no matter what mastermind group, it doesn't matter, you still are not guaranteed at any point in your journey to know exactly what the next right step that's guaranteed to work is. There's risk, my friends. So it's not about knowing what next do I do. First, where is my ultimate destination? And and just know this, what you want today, your vision of your life three, five, 10 years from now, just because you choose that today and start walking towards it doesn't mean that you're locked into that. You're painting yourself into a box. Don't get stuck in that limiting belief. I thought the podcast answer man was the answer for me man, if I could just figure this thing out. And then I figured it out and then I got bored with it. And I'm like, maybe my dream isn't big enough. You know, it, if ultimately I didn't leave my career in insurance so I could be the podcast answer. I, I left my career so I could get paid well to encourage, entertain, inspire, motivate people, to educate people, to teach, to, to just encourage them to go after the life for which they were created, to break free from everything that's holding them back. That's what I wanted. And then ultimately I'm like, okay, now that's what I want. That's that's even more clarity about my vision, my dream in life. So I wanted to share that with you today. Those are my thoughts on number one about what the next right steps are for you. You don't need to know those right now. What you need is clarity about what exactly you're going after. The ultimate dream, the life for which you were created. Have you got clarity exactly what that looks and feels like for you? So that, and and then do you have enough of an understanding of why it must be a reality? Why you must attain that at whatever cost it's going to take? And see, that thing, at what cost, some people is like, okay, maybe I thought that I wanted that, but I don't know that I'm willing to pay that. And that's what stops a lot of people. And guess what? That's okay. It just gives you further clarity about what you do want and you don't want. But ultimately, there's going to be something that you want, some vision of the future where you know, I don't care what it takes, that's what I will have in my life. That's what I must have in my life. Get that. Get that. That and then just 
Just start taking action. And yes, discern some things that seem to be the logical next right steps. Get some ideas of other people who are already succeeding in those areas. Hopefully, there are some people. And learn from them. Learn from some of their mistakes. That's what makes coaching great. Uh, But yeah, understand this. There is going to be risk involved. You will fail along the journey. And your failure may just be the best thing that could have ever happened to you. Keep that in mind. And then I want you to understand that your work-life balance may have to be tossed out for a season. You may have to invest a little sweat equity in going after what you want. But here's what I can say is I'm currently in a season where, you know, I'm actually just getting ready to come out of a season where I've been working around the clock again for the past several months, all the way since October, since I got back from, from all of my travel that I did. But man, I'm at a place where my, my schedule is currently booked out. I only have one more Friday afternoon call. Uh, Mike Skiff, you're one of my clients, and you have the very last Friday afternoon call. But as soon as that, uh, this, this is January, right? So as soon as my January call with Mike is over on Friday, I've just determined that nobody books a call with me on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Monday. All of my calls are scheduled Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. That's it. Now, does that mean that I won't ever work on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Monday? No, I love what I do. Try to keep me from working. It's not possible. But the only reason I have the freedom and the flexibility and the margin to do the things I love is because I put in so much time above and beyond what was already working to try new things. And trust me, if you've been following my journey, you know that I have failed over the last two years. Significantly, financially, with Free the Dream. Now, Free the Dream, the conference itself, massive success on so many fronts, but financially, it was a miserable failure two years in a row. I learned from that. So anyway, that's what I wanted to share with you, my friends. My thoughts on clarity about what you, what you need clarity on, thoughts about risk and failure, and thoughts about what happens if you fail, thoughts about work-life balance, And I just pray and hope for each and every single one of you to get a vision of what your life is supposed to be. What is the life for which you were created? And by the way, if you ever want to work with me one-on-one to talk about that, feel free to reach out to me. My email is cliff at cliffravenscraft.com. Until next time, my friends, until the next time I feel inspired to come and bring you some powerful content to entertain, educate, encourage, equip, and inspire you to live the life for which you were created, I encourage you to take everything you do to the next level. Bye-bye. Mindset and